Hi, I'm Sherry Fellow, the founder of Bloombase. And I'm Allison Lochran, Bloombase partner in crime. Welcome to the Power Two podcast. On this podcast, you will hear women discussing how, when, and why they feel powerful, and when they don't, how to get there. Power Two is personal power, the ability to choose our own states and behaviors. Our intent with this podcast isn't just to have a great conversation. Our intent is really to create a space that opens up possibilities and may even change behaviors. So welcome to Power Two. Hi, I'm Sherry Fella. And I'm Allison Lochran. Welcome back to the Power Two podcast. Yes, welcome back. Thanks to everyone who's been listening. I feel like we have to say this every, every time. time. We're, gonna, we're just so going to keep saying awesome. it. Yes. yes. Gratitude is good. Yes. And thank you as well to our fantastic sound engineer, our masterful sound engineer, Kent Vernon in the utility room studio, for making us sound great. We had gotten some feedback from our last podcast about the power in female friendships. And as a result of that, wanted to, um, as we continue to, to do podcasts, start introducing our own friends as sort of case studies in female friendship. I just started to sweat a little. I'm glad you're going first. <laughs> Good, bad. and yeah, They know where all the dead bodies are buried. That's man. right. I know. It's, it's a little risky. It's a little yes. high risk for us. But, so, you know, good, bad, and different, whatever, just sort of modeling some of these things that we were so very passionately talking about around our um, passion for female friendships and the power that we think they hold. So to bring this topic back full circle to the theme of the podcast, Power 2, why don't you give a little context about why yeah. we originally thought this was an important topic? Yeah, so many reasons. Uh, the questions were great prompts and feedback that we got, too. Uh, for for us, I think the conversation, you know, around Power 2 was, was to give women a space to talk about uh, this, the many topics that come into play when we're thinking about a new model of leadership. Mm-hmm. And even though that leadership is broad for us, uh, for us— what we kept coming back to is the women around us and how important all those roles are, particularly the women in our closest tribe. Right. And so um, the questions I think we get around how do you have these relationships or what have they meant, um, that felt important for us to explore. And the best way we explore is through our own experience. Exactly. So. Okay. Anything you'd add to that? Does that sum it up for us? The only thing I would add is I, I totally agree with you. That's why I think those friendships are so important to me because operating in male-dominated spaces in my career, having those safe spaces with groups of women in my personal life has allowed me a lot of space for growth and experimentation and safety around discovering myself, finding out what my biases and um, you know, weaknesses might be and helping me improve those things. And what I really hope is that women that do have those really strong personal relationships can really help channel that kind of strength into their work relationships with women and not see those relationships as being places of competition mm. and not operating from a place of scarcity in the workplace where if there's one woman at the table, then everyone else is fighting to take her spot. That those um, inclusive relationships that bring you strength and um, that, you know, give you a lot of support can also exist in the work environment too. Yeah. 
So today, I would like to introduce the world uh, to my friend Amy Doherty, Amy Johnson Doherty, who's on the line with us. Hi, Amy. Yes. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. So just a quick context. Um, Amy's joining us from Bend, Oregon, where she lives via Skype. Uh, she and I, I'll just give you a little teeny brief background. She and I met when we were freshmen in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, she was actually friends with my older sister first. Mm. And then I just kind <laughs> of took her. She came to the dark side. That's right. That's right. So we've been friends for a very, very <laughs> long time. And she actually just recently met Sherry, though, when we were out and all met up in Portland. I finally met the <laughs> Amy. <laughs> yes. So so she's a, Sherry's a little bit of knowledge mm. that uh, maybe she wouldn't have had if she hadn't met you. So. Yeah, we had a good weekend. That was, was a good Kickstarter, Sherry. That was a good was Kickstarter. No, <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> hope I lived up to the billing. I feel like you I did. sneaked into the <laughs> you sisterhood. That's true. So today, <laughs> indeed, today, Amy and Allison, I have a proposal. I, I would really like to, to maybe play the role of moderator and have you two mm. just kind of unpack. Lessons learned. We'll go into mm. some nooks and crannies and just see where that takes us today. Are you guys? I know they both didn't know this was coming. How do you feel about that? Can we do that? Yeah, yeah. I'm game. Go for it. You're totally game. game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you two won't do together. So I kind of knew that coming into this. That's true. As long as one person says yes, the other one's like, okay. It's well, true. she's true. going in. I yeah. am too. Yeah. So, so I just want you both to maybe give me. Three words that describe your friendship as you sit here now, looking back to your freshman year in high school. What are the three words that come to mind? Mm. Okay, so are we are we <laughs> generating this as if we were freshmen? I mean, is this is like the words I would <laughs> no, describe like, right now as you're sitting now, right now, <laughs> okay. as old ladies, okay. as you <laughs> yeah, reflect exactly. back all the way to your freshman year. What are those three words? And we'll pick it back up when you're ready. I'm, okay, I'm going to say. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say hilarious, precocious, entertaining. Nice, interesting. So I was my first word was hilarity. I was gonna say hilarity, creativity, and audaciousness. Wow, Ooh. I love that. Do either do either of your words surprise the other, Amy? Were you expecting that from Allison? Does that feel about right, or you got questions? No, that feels right. Yeah, okay. yeah. I like it. Allison. Same for yeah. me. Same for you. It's mm-hmm. Lovely. Not I a love surprise. that. So, so what do you think has made your sisterhood stand the test of time? And I'll have, Amy, I'll have you go first. What is really, what do you think makes, because we're talking about the power to have these powerful friendships. And I just want to unpack, like, what, because I think there's a secret sauce to each one of them, right? Mm. There might be some commonalities, but how would you describe that for you and Allison? And then Allison, I'll ask the same of you. You, you remember that Sherry likes to talk about feelings, right? Amy? Yes, Amy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so all do your favorite. Okay. This is all your favorite spaces. <laughs> We're diving in real fast. <laughs> I would say the capacity to the capacity to be wild mm-hmm. is foundational together. Yeah. To be wild and to be nurtured and loved in that space. So there was there was room for like to hold space for each other. And then, but there wasn't a shame or judgment yeah. attributed to anything, any, any outcomes, if that helps. Nice. If that explains it. Yeah. And what do you, can I just ask you to, to maybe give a few more sound bites around what wild means? 
I mean, I know what it can means I ask to my you own. Not? <laughs> no, no, because I, I mean, I, I think there's probably a deeper meaning than just the obvious one, is what I'm, I'm guessing. I could be wrong, Amy, but what, what does wild mean to you? Yeah. So just to establish some rules, is, is Allison's mom going to listen to this? <laughs> yes, probably. You know what? I, okay. I'll tell you straight up. I've not told my parents yet that I'm doing a podcast. I well, feel like it's inevitable. But. You know what, Amy? A couple of podcasts ago, we okay. talked about, you know, daring leadership and being brave. So this is just going to push Allison yeah. right to that zone. So okay. I say okay. go for it. Okay. Go for it. Okay. Being real, being honest and you know, especially especially where we we were in the, the small town in rural Indiana, mm-hmm. and so I think there were, or I know there were, there were a lot of you know con- constructs <laughs> and Ooh. guidelines written formulated around us, you know, long before we got there. And so I think my friendship with Allison always felt like it was maybe perhaps kind of an island where we could we could test and push boundaries to, mm, together. Nice. And that felt wild. Yeah, know? yeah. I love that. Thank you. Uh-huh. Okay, so Allison, how about for you? How would you describe your friendship? That was fantastic. Um, you know, I think... I think it stood the test of time. Yeah, so I think just, for me, because I was just very fascinated by by Amy and the way, you know, people always say like, when you show up authentically, you give people space to do the same thing. I didn't have that kind of language at 13, 14 when we met. For sure. But that's how she showed up to life and was always very, very able to let people be who they were. Mm -hmm. And like you were saying, Amy, very much, you know, like I could be who I really was when I was with her. Mm -hmm. And I learned that very early on. And I think for all the different incarnations of who I was, there was always, you know, the same respect and place to be with Amy. That remained constant. Right. Yeah. Right. So I knew that I could, you know, as I became someone different, a mother and, you know, became these different people, you know, an ambitious, you know, businesswoman, that there was still space Mm. with her. Nice. So I never felt, never felt judged by Amy, I think that's it's a like comment. The, that's like the nicest thing someone can say. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> right. so sweet, Al. I mean, really, oh. like, oh, <laughs> nice. See, you two have a heart. We, I know. We, we never talk to each other like this. I know. No, this don't. is why I wanted to do it. This is so fantastic. Because <laughs> I think this is why I really wanted to ask you to do it this way. Because I feel like women. These relationships, these powerful relationships between women, don't all take the same shape. Mm. They don't even have the same mm. language. They don't have to. Mm. They're not supposed. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I love mm. that you guys are like, oh my god, this is so sweet. <laughs> um, so as you as you think about all the different roles you've played, you both are badass businesswomen. You both are incredible mothers. You're great sisters and friends. Have there ever been times where it's been super hard between you two? And how have you gotten through those times? I will tell you that the first thing that sprang to my mind when you asked that question, Sherry, was when you, I don't know if you're going to tell your mom about this podcast either, but was when <laughs> um, you had some health issues around yeah. an eating disorder, yeah. Amy. And yeah. it wasn't so much that I struggled with her. And what was she was going through? I struggled with being feeling helpless mm. and and worry and 
feeling desperate that I might possibly lose my friend um, and that I, I, I felt like I, I wanted to help, but I had no idea how. And I think that the, that my ways of trying to help came probably came off wrong. And I, I felt very ill-equipped for it. And I, I think I finally just, like, stopped. Maybe, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I finally just was like, I, I am not doing anything correctly here, so I'm just going to stop doing. Mm-hmm. And you got through what you needed to get through. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. Because that was part of it. it was, that was your work to do. It wasn't my work to do on you or for you. Mm-hmm. And you got to the place where you got through it yourself and made decisions and changes that you wanted to make. And things yeah, worked, and you I, worked through it. And then, therefore, I was still there. Totally. Well, and I would say, too, you know, in anyone who's gone through anything with eating disorder knows, you know, there's a direct correlation of depression in midst in that, in which you guys, you know, had that amazing podcast about that just a few weeks ago and the whole issue of depression, but you do, you definitely, I think in that process for me, it was that I mm-hmm. wasn't equipped to lean into my friendship with Al. I was, it was more, it, it was, it was the opposite direction, you know, mm-hmm. with, with no, uh, unconsciously, right. But just, you, you pull back, you know, I'm out of control. I don't know what yeah. to do here. I don't know how to stop this. I don't know how to get out of it. And I also didn't know then, right. That, it would have been a lot easier if I'd leaned in and said, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm dying. You know, I'm, I'm struggling. Stuck, I, I am drowning. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't know. I don't know how to get out of this. Yeah. I love your honesty around this, Amy. And you too, Al. Like, that uh, you're both aware now as you look back, you both did your own leaning out. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I do think that, Amy, I appreciate you saying it might have been easier if I moved it, leaned in. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it wouldn't have made you stay in that space even longer trying to figure out what was your work or what was Allison. <laughs> I mean, who knows, right, yeah, is my point. Yeah, right. But I think I love that you both are acknowledging that sometimes for friendships to survive the test of time, we have to give even more space than we'd like, even mm. if we do it unconsciously. That leaning out doesn't mean it might be the only thing that gets us through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Or is that misstating what I just heard from the two of you? No, that makes total sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, there's no other, there's nothing else to do. Yeah. And your awareness, Allison, around, man, I'm not, my intention is so to help here, and I'm so not. Mm-hmm. And Amy's awareness of, I want help, and I don't know how to get it. Or what I need. Or what I need. Yeah, what I would even ask for. I mean, gosh. So when you move through that, so you both had this learning, mm-hmm. and you come to the to the next connection point. What did that look like when you came when you came back in together? What did that look like, or how did that happen? I mean, we had some good conversations uh, around it, and mm. and I think in in retrospect, you know, again, it, it was like I kind of knew where I ended and Al began. Right. I think that was always kind of my my fear with friendships is that like, I'm going to take too much or I'm going to require too much maybe. And so, you know, I don't, I mean, I don't know what that is, but. Oh my um, God. It's so human. I love that. (laughs) But I know that there was, there was that point where we, you know, if you drew this, right, the the tree and then the branches went in opposite kind of directions, but, you know, there were still the roots and then we came back and then there was, there was like, we, we could add that to our language and our experience. Like, it's okay. Like, yeah. And it wasn't, and it wasn't like, I couldn't feel like I couldn't talk about it. Like, oh, I, I shouldn't bring it up ever because mm-hmm. those, mm-hmm. those were the dark days or, you know, or something right. that wasn't, you know. 
I think when we finally started talking about it was when I sort of felt like the fog lifted. Oh, and yeah. you, when you were in a place where you were, you know, healthy enough to have a conversation about it and were feeling yeah. like you were starting to come out of it or, you know, just getting mm. getting to the place where you needed to be. That And you started talking about it and were open about it. And then I could talk about it that I started feeling like, okay, we're, we're going to. We're going to work through it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And what? how old were you guys then? When was that happening? After college. So early oh, yeah. early okay. 20s. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Those rough years. <laughs> yeah. 20s. It's, you know, those, those easy, simple, straightforward <laughs> yeah. years of being in your early yeah. 20s. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And how did that help you when the next hard thing came, even if it was for one of you or both of you? How did going through that kind of space with each other, without each other even, it sounds like in some regard, how did that help you for the next next hard space? Well, I will tell you that the idea of – I remember very vividly the idea of not being friends with Amy at that time, like when I was – thinking, well, God, you know, she doesn't want to talk about this with me. Like, she's obviously struggling, and I don't know how to help her. She doesn't know how to talk to me. Like, it was just, like, it felt like there was Mm -hmm. a separation. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is not, that's not okay. Like, entertaining the idea of not being friends was not okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I knew that very certainly, Mm -hmm. with with a lot of certainty, that I would figure that out at some point. Mm -hmm. So, it wasn't. I didn't feel like it was an option to not be friends. Yeah. So how did that help you in the next space? I would want to always try to figure out how to maintain that friendship. I gotcha. That I would always be willing to do what it took. That's big. I really hope it's felt like that to you. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, I completely agree. Yeah, I feel like that's true because then you almost then, like, when Sherry, you know, Sherry's asking this question, like, what's the next? Like, I think it's that it's, there's something you know, and every one of our, our female relationships has right a different, you know, hue to it, right. Or something. Right. But like the, the history that Alice and I had meant so much. And, and she's absolutely right. Like it, it's been, it would be like letting myself go. I mean, to lose her, to lose this history and my identity and also just you know, so many hours of sheer fun, like all those things would be somehow lost in the ethers and uncounted. Like it would just be, it's, that's a horrific, it's horrific, <laughs> you know? So somewhere in there, you know, now I realize <laughs> talking about it, that there, there was, it was never, it was never an option that I, that there was going to be a full letting go. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm almost positive, even in the, the, probably in the darkest of my time, my days, I'm, I'm positive that was not at all an, an option wow. was that she wasn't going to be in my life. So it's interesting to me that both of you had this knowing of it was a temporary letting go, maybe a temporary I'll give her space. So Allison, that was the example that came to mind to you. Mm-hmm. for you was this hard space you're in with something Amy was going through and having to work through. I'm not helping. I need to give her space, but I know it's not space forever. That was kind of your example. So Amy, I'm wondering, do you have one? Was there one in your friendship where it was either that same period from a different perspective or something something different for you where you're like, oh, man, that was a really hard space we had to go through. Yeah. Uh, later on, Allison was living in Chicago, and she was in 
obviously with in retrospect in an, an incredibly unhappy marriage and, and, and Al was having such a, you know, such a horrible time in this marriage that, and she, and there were signs, external signs of kind of how bad it was getting. But then again, she could only have a certain level of a perspective because she's, she's in it. And I think I look back at that era and feel so sad because I didn't, I didn't say more or I didn't say, um, you know, I feel like I, I should have been like, get in my car. We're getting out of here. You know, we're going <laughs> right. to Canada. You know, like, let's, you know, like that I mean, would have been so something. Have done yeah. <laughs> right. Um, that something we would have done, you know, right. in high school is just, you know, like get in the car, let's go. It's road trip. We, we'll go to the nearest gas station. We'll get all the food and we'll get out of here. <laughs> and, um, and I feel sad. And I look back and I, I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. do enough. Um, and she was really suffering and, and I don't even know, I don't even know if we've had this conversation in this way. I don't even know mm-hmm. if I know you've got to share with me how, how lost you felt, but I think knowing for you, for me to tell you, I knew you were lost. Um, and I, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't do more. Oh my gosh. I think about how, honestly, how difficult it must have been for you because we didn't know any of this stuff. And I was in a really abusive mm-hmm. relationship. And I didn't understand at the time that he had very specifically separated me from mm-hmm. my family and friends mm-hmm. so that he could exert this very high level of control over my life. But what I what what should make you feel better is that I do remember, like he would say, literally say things to me so that I would, you know, believe that people didn't want me in their lives. Like, mm-hmm. you know, your friends think you're shit, blah, blah, blah. And I remember him saying specifically one time, you know, Amy thinks you're a joke. And I was like, you know what? That I know is not true. Mm-hmm. In my heart, mm-hmm. I thought to myself, I know that's not true. I know that is a whole line of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, of, the, of all the people in the universe, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not true. And I feel like that was sort of like a spark for me. At one point. That's when you knew. Yeah, I was like, that is not true. I know it. So, mm-hmm. and I, you know, it, but no one, least of all me, knew what to do with that situation. You know, we hadn't experienced anything like that. No, we sure. didn't. Again, no. like, we didn't have the language for that of how do you process what, what's happening and help a friend who's in a situation like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Amy, as you reflect on it now, did it feel like you were apart? Did it feel like how did it feel to you? Yeah, it felt like we were we were disconnected, or mm-hmm. or to Allison's mm-hmm. point, we were we were being disconnected. Yes. You know, that was part yes. of the the trick. Right. What a great description. Yeah. So I hope that makes you feel better because that's that's the case. You and I were not disconnecting. We were being disconnected. Yeah, fascinating. I see that. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. I'm not I crying. You guys crying. are crying. I, like, I mean, no, I was crying. I was crying. Aww. I was crying. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, my gosh. So I love that you are both being so brutally honest about the hard spaces because I think too often people look at great relationships and go, it's so easy for them. No, it, those are so hard fought, the history you mm-hmm. all have had. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. So now looking at the opposite side, we've talked about challenges and how that has really set a foundation for your relationship. What inspires you about each other? 
So, Allison, what inspires you about Amy? This is so easy for me to answer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> see, that makes me cry, too. That's so, so awesome. It is. Since the day I met her, Amy is so able to do exactly what she needs to do for herself, mm. which I think so many women come to later in life. But since the very beginning of our friendship, you were able to say no to things you didn't want to do to do things that you actually did want to do. And I will, I will rem- I, the first thing that came to my mind was, <laughs> I remember this so vividly, and I don't think I ever told you this either. When you told me that you were going to go to the University of Evansville for college, I remember thinking, <laughs> yes. why in the hell is she going to go to this little school that no one's heard of, no one meaning me? Yeah, I had no and, friends there. Yeah, right. no friends going there. It's three hours away, which will make it very difficult for me, who doesn't have a car, to see you, mm-hmm. <laughs> frankly. Exactly. And... And I and I think you maybe mentioned at the time like you were doing it to study abroad. And I was like, and she's going to study abroad and go away for so long without me. Like it was all about me, of course. I mean, of course, <laughs> right? But she was so sure that that was what she wanted to do, mm. and she just didn't care about anyone else's opinion. That's awesome. It, just, that was how she always let. I mean, she, she went to live in Turkey because that's what she wanted to do. Like, she didn't care what anyone thought about it. She didn't ask anyone's opinion about whether she should go or not. She just never operated from that space. I I thought that was always just so fascinating because I was the complete opposite, I think, for a long time. Amy, what inspires you about Allison? Wow, Allison. Thanks, honey. (laughs) Um, So many things. And I think that this this is such a great question to ask of now because... You guys ask your guests, you know, like, what's their definition of power? And I think... We forgot to ask you I that. know. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you. You know, it's in part given to me by Allison. I mean, you've, especially in, in, in terms of work and going out and, and leaning in and redefining yourself and listening and adapting and growing. And you've always been... You know, like I'm the writer. Like if you're going to ask me how I feel about something, I need to go give me like, I got to go write it down. I got to figure out what I, you know. And Allison's going to like say, and voice to me is like power. Like that is, that is power. It's our voices. It's our voices singularly and it's our community. And Allison has that. And, and I love it. I love your brain and how you think. And, you know, it's, it's inspiring. hundred percent. Thanks. Isn't that awesome to hear? Yes, this is so great. Oh my gosh. So, so, so fun. <laughs> so so we've thought about, you know, challenges. We've thought about what inspires you. What's your biggest wish for one another? So, Amy, if you were to think about Allison, like what do you what's the wish you're still holding for her that maybe she hasn't realized for herself and vice versa? I would say first and foremost that we buy an apartment <laughs> together in Paris. <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> Actually, I was going to say travel together to Europe, but buy an apartment in Paris would be would be the yeah. absolute yeah. second second thing for sure. Uh, yeah, definitely. More time together. More time together. That's awesome. And is there anything, Amy, you think you see in Allison that she doesn't yet see in herself that you wish she did? Anything along those lines? To give her full credit for the amount of work and self-discovery and just within the last five or 10 years, I think is extraordinary and something I, I don't think people do enough. I, I think we, or at least, you know, there, there's that old adage or sense that, you know, we get older and we're not growing, you know, mm. like, oh, we, we don't change. We get older. We're not, you know, we're like, right, we're just stagnant. Mm. And for me, I think Allison 
embodies the absolute opposite of that and what we can do. In fact, maybe it, you know, not maybe, it does get better after you're 40. And Allison, to me, is, you know, like a complete example of that. And it's not that she hasn't had challenges. And in fact, that is exactly what's gotten her to to today is, is that she's had these challenges and then you know, thought, you know, processed it, right? Like, what is it that I want to be? And what is that I want to let go of? And, um, I mean, it's been like, it's been a tour de force watching you. I'm Mm. so, you know, I'm never said it, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm proud of you. It's a big deal. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I, oh I love that I'm in the middle of this. You two are oh just my God. the best. And like, I love that you had no idea what was coming at you today. So, <laughs> Allison, all. I had all these answers ready. <laughs> of course, I had to write them down, you know. That's what I do. Allison, anything that, that you, how would you respond to that? Is there anything Amy hasn't realized for herself maybe that you see in her? Would your answer be the same as Amy's? I know there's not like a thing that I wish for her yeah. to to get or receive or to uncover. I feel like in many ways, same thing that she's so strong in who she is as a person. Mm-hmm. I mean, because she always has been. Not mm-hmm. that even you've—I mean— I got there the last five years, but she's always been there and has had, unfortunately, you know, life life issues, too, with her child mm-hmm. and things that have really had to make her face what is truly important. Mm-hmm. But I do—I would say the only thing that I would love for you at some point, whether it's mm-hmm. 10 minutes from now or— when you retire and you're like the coolest old lady ever or <laughs> would be to be able to live a purely creative life mm-hmm. because I feel like like that's where your soul resides and you get to do it sometimes. But if it was just what you did, that you would just be Aww. like completely opened up t- to the world. That'd be the oh, full expression so of you. Thank you. That's really, that's really kind. It's mm-hmm. really sweet. So what what haven't I asked you that you want people to know about your sisterhood? Is there anything left unsaid or that you want people to know? Or? I would like to everyone, for everyone to know that we have never spent this much time talking about a relationship <laughs> no, with as haven't. much seriousness <laughs> as we have brought today. You're and welcome. I, yeah. <laughs> That's Sherry, Sherry. Thank you. When Sherry fell in, the picture. She's such a buzzkill. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was almost fun, Amy, but it might be almost fun, fella. I'm going to have to. Right. Oh, my uh, God. No, it's so true. I mean, even just being a witness, you guys, on one weekend, it's so, it just pours out of you, <laughs> the fun you have together. So it's, it's, it's your, it is your superpower for sure. <laughs> one of, one of your superpowers. So anything left unsaid or anything anything you want to say to each other or to the to the women out there who are trying to build these power to relationships? Yeah, you know, I would say something that and this came up I feel like this came up in one of our conversations when you guys were out here in, in Portland, which was I I have I've realized I um I have a big block when it comes to turning fifty. Mm, yeah, and it might be helpful to have a little conversation <laughs> for people. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's not time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. Yeah, because I I imagine this is this is what I imagine. And Allison's doing a really good job of the opposite of that is that I'm going to turn 50 and then it like my Facebook page, for example, is going to be like, just say, welcome to your irrelevancy. <laughs> is that, is that horrible? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's probably horrible. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's honest. <laughs> it doesn't feel like there's anything about you in my short time of knowing you that could be irrelevant. But that is the funniest thing I've ever heard. We're laughing with you, not at you. I know, I know. With you. (laughs) Amy, where do you think that comes from? What is it about 50? And, I mean, do you look around here and is everyone 50 and older just completely boring and irrelevant? No, not— I mean, that would count me among them, by the way. I don't know. See? And I know. I don't know what it is. I I do not— I don't know what it is. Wow, it feels like she needs to come back on with our podcast talking about age. Yes. Yeah. Power to age with relevancy. (laughs) True. Yeah, it's it's my it's my work. Oh, Mm. geez. I mean, but I would say Allison's natural zest and energy for life in general, or how she meets it, is really helpful to me right now. Mm in looking at that one topic. <laughs> That's nice. I love that. Because because she's she's countering it. She's she's got the answers for it. She's she's because she's looking at it in the completely opposite way, I'm sure. Right, Al? What yeah. you say you are. Yeah. Oh God, I'm so glad I knew that. Yeah. Anything you would add that hasn't been covered yet? <sighs> well, probably the only thing people need to know is that Amy makes me pee my pants laughing more than any human being. <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> and I'm talking about like in the recent recent past, not when we were little. Yeah. Yeah. At all. Yeah. At all. Good to know. It's good that people yeah. know these things. Mm-hmm. So, well, thank you both for letting us unpack this and using your relationship as a kind of a case study for people. I, I'm excited we're doing this. Well, you better be because you're I know, next, right? The yeah. table's going to be turned. Oh my god! I'm going to be. I'm going to sneak on Sherry. When yes. You, <laughs> okay. That's cool. Yeah. Right. So you be like, you when make sure you ask on? her the question that was really hard. I feel like I need yeah. to go take a nap. I don't know about you, Aim. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, so, as a call to action, what we hope for our listeners today is that for those of you who already do have. Uh, deep relationships with other women that really do have that safe place that maybe you spend some time exploring what you haven't already said to each other. Maybe some of the questions we have today to get to some new ground or new territory. And for those of you who either don't have those or want more of them, that you can look around your workplace and see how you can make expansive room, more inclusiveness for those women that are around you that maybe you don't know as well yet. And what impact would that have for both of you and where you're trying to go? 